Hello, everybody, and welcome into another episode of New Dom Podcast. I'm joined today with the crew. We got uh, Timbo, Ura, and Jugs with us. How is everybody? I'm feeling good. What's going on, good, fellas? Man. I've had better days. <laughs> Jugs, how you are? How are you, my man? Man, I'm all right, man. Just coming off a little workout. Uh, you know that in-house jailhouse workout. <laughs> there we go. The, that Herschel Walker type uh, type workout. For sure, man. For sure. <laughs> All right, everybody. If, if this is your first time catching the uh, New Dom podcast, or as we like to, what we like to call it around the MSR community, the NDP, um, we are your one and only opinion and hot take show um, that's based off the MSR uh, Madden Sim Revolution League. Um, you can catch us on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv backslash MSR Network. Catch some of our commentated games. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. We have a bunch of stuff going on on Twitter um, with the team now we're going to more user-based type uh, type twitter activity um daddyleagues.com of course uh instagram now and uh also youtube but uh fellas we got a lot of topics to jump into first and foremost which we, we started going with a different direction um you know in our early early week talk um but then something big happened last night the 16 and 0 chiefs and j-rod Got upset by Jay Wood and that optimistic Steelers team. Y'all, that game was crazy. Jugs, how'd, how'd you feel about that game last night? Yo, man, that was so crazy to me to see the Steelers come out and ball so hard. I mean, they, they came out there. Dwayne Haskins went four touchdowns to zero interceptions. I don't think he's gonna ever do that in real life, let alone on the sticks, man. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Luck two seventy five with three interceptions. Come on, man. You know, and I mean Melvin Gordon held it down, but it just seemed like no running game for the Chiefs, uh, relying, you know, on the pass and just so many things that just didn't go right. You know, like you can't you can't tell me that their game like that wasn't just like. It wasn't a fluke. It's probably, you know, it's, it's a little mixture of being off and everything. But there's not a game I've seen all year where Tyreek Hill ends up with 44 yards. <laughs> 44 yards on five catches. Yeah. You know, that that's just, that's insane. It's just insane, man. It's insane. Now, Timbo, you have a little story about uh, about that game. What, what, what do you have over there? Well, coming into the matchup, uh, it was crazy. Right before, actually, after we finished last night's showdown, uh, Jay Wood and I, we've been actually working on a couple of ideas and, you know, stuff on content over the last week or so. And, uh, you know, I was wishing them good luck. I, you know, I, I do that periodically, you know, to different guys in the league, especially if it's like playoff game, big games or something like that. You know, I wish, you know, I just, you know, shoot out a message to them, say, hey, you know, good luck tonight, man. I know it's a big game for you. I know you're hype about it. Like, you know, just, you know, play well, you know, whatever. And Jay, and I talked to Jay Wood, and you know, I was, I was gassing him up because everyone knows Jay Wood is like, you know, like the, the, he's like electricity, like he just, you know what I mean, like he's just, he's immediately trying to, you know, hype up his moment. He's looking forward to. He had already scheduled the game while we were still in the wild card round, so he was really looking forward to playing uh, J Rod. And I told him, I said, good luck, man. You know, go make history. Like just, mess, you know, just messing with him. He says, "Oh, it's happening!" Like he he immediately says that right back. I, did, I barely, I, I had barely, I had barely pressed enter. Like I barely hit the enter key, and he immediately texts back. It was like, "Oh, it's happening!" So you know, I'm watching the game, and you know, I'm using the the network account to watch from Twitch, and 
you know, I I had went and did something in the kitchen. I come back and I'm like, yo, what's going on? Like every time I look up, it's you know, big play happened, and, and I think Luck had threw an interception that was kind of like okay. And then you know, then he got another pick, and and you know, it, what what was what was funny to me though was not really funny, but what was just kind of interesting to see was how Jay, you know, how Jay would prepared. He really knew what was coming. You could see that he had seen the deep crosses before. They had played early in the season. He only lost by like a possession. So, you know, he had felt like confident. He just knew if he got Melvin Gordon going, everything was good. And Melvin Gordon had that touchdown run where he, uh, J-Rod's user had came up and kind of read the the, the counterplay. And Gordon immediately, like he shook him. Like he had a juke move and he was gone. No one touched him. And you could kind of see it. It was just like, wow. And then like the fo- the the following possession, J. Rod had kind of started forcing the action. He had he had tried to take a big. You know, he he's he's played aggressive all season, taking big shots, but it just wasn't in the flow of his offense. Like it was just like first play, we're gonna go deep. And Jay, you know, Jay Wood had played literally like he had had bracketed players for those crossing deep crossing post routes, and there was nothing there for the luck for the majority of the night. Um, but it was good to see how once he got up on him, he was looking to kind of keep on the pressure. He just kept it rolling. He wasn't, you know, playing conservative. He wasn't playing to the chains. He was looking to score, you know, big time. He played within himself for the majority of the game. Yeah. Uh, it was just crazy to see J-Rod not be himself. That that was, the, I think that kind of stood out more than anything. Just kind of see Jay Wood take him out of his game early on. And then to see him have to play with the lead and how he held on to that lead for majority of the game. It, it, it was, it, it was a great matchup. And I'm still surprised to see that result. Yeah, yeah, that that game absolutely shook me. Hoorah, how'd you feel about it? Um, I, I was really surprised, mostly because of just just how J Rod he seemed he just seemed shook. Like he, you could tell he 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 came out and he was he. I, I he says he really he did not respect Jay Wood, but like the way he came out is he came out like expecting just like easy touchdowns easy offense and then Jay Wood kind of like punched him in the face and then he kind of seemed shook there for a couple quarters and he didn't really make like adjustments to like what he was getting stopped with and he just kind of it just kind of fell out from there he just everything went bad from there yeah yeah I I, I felt that too I felt like Jay Jay Wood I I really feel like he was expecting this matchup throughout the entire season like I, I felt like he was he knew he was gonna get in the playoffs. He was riding high and he knew that he was gonna play J Rod and he was ready for it. I mean, to me the difference was he 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 played his safety the best that I've ever seen him play any any player on the defensive side. Like he just absolutely locked down J Rod. And I think you're right. I think J Rod got hit in the mouth and he was like, Oh shoot. You know, I'm 16. No, this is not supposed to happen to me. You know, and I, I don't, I did, I, I felt like he didn't know how to react to Jay, to Jay Wood's fire. Like Jay Wood came out and he was ready to roll, and I kind of felt like Jay Rob was just kind of going through the motions. And you know, once those plays didn't develop, it was kind of like, uh, I don't know what to do. You know, um, that 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 was my kind of take on it. But do you guys feel? Do you guys feel like Jay Rod was just just came into this matchup like kind of overlooking Jay Wood? Let me tell you, I think I think okay, it just, was like you guys ever see that show from back a little early in the 2000s called Bully Beatdown, 
where they would have the bullies coming in and, and they would be picking on a kid forever and forever and then they would bring him in to fight a UFC fighter and he gets smashed. Oh yeah, that yeah. Was, that was the reaction. The reaction of the kids that were getting bullied, that was like the reaction of the entire rest of the a- a- AFC. They were all like, go, go, go. Oh my gosh, it's happening. It was insane. And I mean, the the, the way you could see the champ is on the ropes, you could see them and it's like, it, it 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 stood out. Obviously, we all said that it seemed like he played, he scouted, he played his best game, and and and, and took the Chiefs down. But here's what I'm wondering, and I need you guys' opinion on it. And it's this is my opinion, and I want you guys' counter. I feel like he he he's done. I think he played his Super Bowl. That's that's my Ooh. hot take. That was his Super Bowl. Now he's gonna stumble. Someone's gonna clip him because it's possible. That this game meant so much that he's not going to be able to play the same for the rest of the duration of the playoffs. I, I'll, I'll back up. I'll back up that jugs. I, I'll, I'll say it this way though. I think it was the post game, and if we can all touch on that for a little bit, it was <laughs> <Yeah>. the post. <laughs> <laughs> And you know, if we if we going, you know, this is the NDP, so we you know we, we try to bring you guys like everything that's going on. It's like the official podcast of the MSR. So let's talk real for a second, fellas. We all know what it's like to lose in a game that you feel like you probably had it. You you, you already saw yourself in the next round, or you already saw yourself going the next week with the W. And when it doesn't go that way, you know, sometimes you know, depending on when it is, week two, week four, wild card, divisional, whatever. You know, there is an effect from that. And I think there was, there. you know, J-Rod has played, like, he, he went undefeated. So more times than none, he was on point. He handled his business, do what he had to do to win the game. But I will say, there is, I say this all the time. It's, 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 it's something you can use in real life, something you can use in, in, you know, in here in Madden and MSR. It, we're all 0-0 once the playoffs start. I don't care how yes. good you've been. We are all 0-0. Anybody can lose at any moment. Things can change. The game can get weird. Abilities, whatever. Whatever you want to put it to. I do think for a minute that, you know, I think J-Rod J- probably thought he, he it would be an easy one. I feel like maybe he respected J-Rod. I don't think he didn't respect J-Wood. But I think he didn't respect him enough. And I think... He didn't think that Jay Rob, excuse me, Jay Wood. It's crazy they both have Jays. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that Jay Wood would play as well on defense as he did because he knew Jay Jay Wood would be, you know, looking for deep shots down the field, taking the big plays. He's going to run with Melvin Gordon. Everyone knows that. But the way that Jay Wood played, the way he was on it, it was like everything was clicking. He had a big pass to Dallas Goder that got him down to like the one yard line. It was like, yeah, it's his night. Like he's having those. You could just kind of see it. It was kind of forming up. And now I, I just worry that because he did so much in the post game with all the, you know, the celebrations, the pictures, the, you know, the memes, <laughs> the, the photoshops and all that. I just all the way. I believe that he and look, and this is something else. He told me after the game that he feels like he he has a shot at the Super Bowl. He really feels like this is could be his year. But I, I think that he has to. He has to throw it away. Like today, he can't still be on that I'm um, J. Raw's daddy stuff. Like, because it'll show. Like, guys are seeing it. And, and look, I think Uwa already said it. Like, this is his Super Bowl. Like, you know, this is this is what he wanted. Like, we wanted, we actually still was expecting J. Raw to make a run at some point in the game, but it never came. So it's still like there's still a bit of a doubt if Jay Wood can do this after everything that happened because he won by such a big margin. He won in such a big fashion. It's like can he like because let's not sleep pride and boone are no slouch especially the way pride has played so it's like he can't be overlooking anyone because he knocked down the you know he knocked down the top dog like yeah. there's still up games to be played so i do worry if 
he may have put all of his emotion, all of his his feedback, all of his excel, you know, celebration and excitement in, into this one matchup because he, he like you still have two more games to play possibly. I, I think Jay Wood could easily make the Super Bowl. I, I he he honestly he feeds off of his own self confidence a lot. Bonnie. And I, I really don't view the Jags and Titans as like the elite of the league. And, and I know Jay Wood Jay Wood can easily compete with them. I, I know he can win those games. He's he's easily capable of winning those games. I think he's already beaten is the Jags once this year. The chip. Is he taking the chip? Or is this his total Buster Douglas moment? Oh, that's good. Buster Douglas. <laughs> Tokyo Dome. Because he was Buster never the same Douglas. after he knocked out Tyson. Never the same. Come on. Never the same. Never. That's a good point. Uh, I don't think – I think Jay Wood's good enough. Um, He's nice. I think Jay Wood's good enough. Of course, he can do – I mean, like you said, pride and Boone. And, and look, I think the, the, the key, in, especially in that Jags and Titans game, is Boone's defense. When Boone takes the ball away at least three times, he is like, I, I want to say I did I did some raw numbers. I think he's like 20 and one over the last two seasons when he forces three or four turnovers or something like that. Ooh. Like he can really be, he could, this could be the year that he gets to the Super Bowl when last year it, it might've been a shot for him when he was 14 and two, you know? So I, I just, Jay, Jay Wood has to protect the ball. That's his problem. When he turnovers the ball, that's when everything goes downhill for him. He starts looking for the big plays and try to make up for what happened to play before. Like he starts getting out of his head. He has to lean on yeah. Gordon, lean on his stars, and let Haskins make the right read. That's going to be his key to the championship. Now, Ura, do you think um, do you think his confidence is is too high going into the next game? Because I mean, I, I feel like a lot of people are looking they're they're looking over the two AFC South guys. I think they're just looking like okay, he's beat J Rod. This is Jay Wood's path right now. Like, he's going to the championship. Do you feel like he's going into the next game a little too overconfident? I mean, with, with Jay Wood, there's no such thing as too much confidence. Like, <laughs> he might get a little in his head to start off. But, like, I, I think – because we've been uh, – us, 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 us friends of Jay Wood, we've been, we've been sitting there getting hounding him for just run with – run with go, Gordon more. Quit passing so much. Quit doing this. And he finally – he's finally starting to run with Gordon more. I mean, he doesn't sub him out, and, and Gordon's probably going to get hurt the way he keeps running him. But – he, he's, he's running the ball more, and he's, he's playing smarter, which is something he hasn't really done in big games as long as I've known the man. So I, I think I think he can beat them just because, I, like I say, I don't really view the AFC South as, like, outside of Hoff and just because he has so much talent in receivers. But I don't really view the AFC South as, like, the elite. So I, I think Jay Wood is good enough, even if he ca- even if he plays a little bit bad those games, he's good enough to overcome it just by how ball hawking his defense has been this year. Because he just had he's had a really good defense this year, which is just uncharacteristic of him. So I think I think he can make it to the Super Bowl. I think he's going to get killed by whoever he plays in the Super Bowl, but <laughs> I think he can make it there. I, I, I agree with you, but I do think that I think that Jay Wood is he's such a he's a good user and he's very very he's very very like on his game right now. I don't think that he should not he should not have this confidence. He should come in with the confidence, but he he has to keep it riding. And because you know he reminds me a lot of um, 
because we were all saying that his, his confidence is definitely key for him. He reminds me of an old Marvel character, uh, Gladiator. He gets stronger the more confidence he has. Very very much like the Hulk, but just he has to be confident to be that strong. And that's what he's like. And when he's rolling and when he's really got it, man, it's, I mean, look out. But that NFC is a whole different kind of animal, though. That yeah. NFC is... Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. There's, there's some different animals coming out of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I definitely feel that. Now, as we all know, Jay Wood had... Yeah, early season, he was in six games. He was three and three. Um, now he's, you know, obviously killing it in the in the conference championship. But early season, um, did you guys have an early season hopeful that missed the playoffs that kind of uh, kind of disappointed you this season? Uh, uh, for me, I well, I mean, this this looks like wishful thinking now that I say this, but I had. Uh, I had uh, three. T- Actually, I think I might have had two or three teams coming out of our division, um, you know, because I, I thought things would be better for me this year, but it wasn't. So I thought it might have been Saints, me, and um, if not, if not just us two, then uh, us two and uh, uh, the Buccaneers. Um, but the Saints really let me down, I think, because and you know, this is of course I'm their division mate, so it's like, why would you be rooting for them? I'm not really rooting for them. I mean, they, I just thought Franklin put together a hell of a team. Um, he had stars and he had all types of playmaking and, you know, all types of plays everywhere. I mean, Julio Jones, he made him look like the second becoming of himself. I mean, he he had Julio Jones making catches in triple coverage. I mean, he he just turned that team into just a complete superstar fest, uh, making trades, making the right trades, making the right draft picks. I mean, last two, three years, he's probably been one of the better GMs, if not the best GM in terms of just complete moves that he's made and for him to come up short again in the playoffs I mean to in the to not make the playoffs it's just like how like you know it, again I think the turnovers have been a problem for him uh, especially with that quarterback him and that quarterback he was so talented but they just seem to struggle in certain games where they just get into like these back and forth turnover battles and you know he throws into I, I said it before he throws into coverage a lot I mean, a lot of people do that but he throws a lot of contested passes and sometimes it's you know, you have those three superstar receivers, like you have to be more accurate because you're not giving them, you're making them have to go up and be aggressive more than they have to be when they need to be catching the ball in space and things like that. So um, I think, I think I'm going to say like really disappointed. I I think that just really surprised me. I really thought that the Saints were really taking that next step. Uh, I probably thought Little Bear was too, but I I think more than anything, I really thought the Saints just had that. Everyone, it was like they were the sexy pick, you know, coming into the season because they had made so many moves. And you know, for them to kind of fall short the way they did was just kind of surprising. Oh, I, I, I am disappointed in Franklin and the Saints. I, I've I've been hounding him since he he basically swept in and stole Julio Jones from me. I've been hounding him. You better make the playoffs. You better make a run if you're going to take talent away from me. If you're going to have all these superstars, you better make a run. You better win your division. You better do something. And he didn't do anything. He had. I mean, when I played him, he just. He he's he's been passing so much in the early beginning of the year that acquiring Saquon Barkley he doesn't really he didn't really know how like to incorporate Barkley really well into his offense he seemed like he was running just to run with it he had no motive behind it he never really found that balance between the run and pass that is really key to get an offense rolling right and at least when I played him his defense really seemed to to lack. Like a good run defense, his user missed a lot of plays, at least in my run. And my rookie had like a 250 yard game and three touchdowns. So, like, 
he really missed some tackles and like he was just his his defense was just a little shaky. Like it's good for pass defense, but he, his run defense was never really all that, at least in my opinion. And he just never really had the balance in offense he needed with all the superstars. Because when you get a lot of this talent, you have to be able to balance who you're, who is your main person, and who is who is your who are you like your we're gonna add on and just help the offense improve more. And he never found that balance to me. He he. He, he quit running with Barkley in our game, and I think that really took away from his offense. He started going back to his what he was used to and just the air raid. It just – it was just – he never really found that balance. It's just the basic key of it. You know, I think I might go um, – I'm going to try to go against the grain here. Um, there was a gentleman um, outside of um, Timbo who I thought was going to be in the playoffs. You know, my man. I thought he was going to be in the playoffs. I thought he was going to be in there. Um, I'm going to throw out – I'm going to throw out DK. I thought the Cowboys could make it. Ah, that's a good one. I forgot about that. I thought DK could make it. He made some moves. Um, he put he put himself in a position where I thought his players were right. I mean, he had he's got corners. He's got he's got every position you need besides like outside linebacker and he makes up for that with some of his other guys in the middle and I mean, his pass rush was there. Um his receivers, his run game. I mean, he was he was right, you know, and he finished nine and seven just out the playoffs. But I didn't feel like it was possible that he wasn't gonna make it. Um, with John Ross and Michael Thomas, and you know, just his receiving core is crazy, you know, and he just he's got you know Deshaun still. I thought that DK was gonna make it this year. Yeah, that, that's a solid take. I, I forgot all about DK um, being. A playoff team last year I, th- I think the game that really broke his back was um against the redskins i think that kind of shattered his confidence um because he just got off a game before that beating jay wood um mm-hmm. so you know i i think that kind of that kind of broke his back a little bit um that that's a that's a good solid pick jugs that's i like that one yeah my my, my pick um I, I have to go a little bear because he he was six and one um uh on the drive with cotton um he was my pick to to win the afc north because he was just offensively loaded like he was just he's his team is loaded and he started off six one he started off so hot and i was like oh man this guy's about to make a run and then he started off um you know, he just he didn't finish. He right. was playing so well to start the season, man. Yeah. I mean, that first game against Bones, at the time, you didn't know what Bones was going to be at the first game of the season. But to see him, see Little Bear explode the way he did, throwing six touchdowns in the first game, I was like, oh, you know, I'm like, oh, he got Jared Goff, mm-hmm. Mike Evans, Stephon Diggs. Like, he's, you know, Rashawn Reed. Like, he's looking like a, he's looking like he's going to have a team to really compete with Sonny and Jay Wood this year. And then it's like those, like I said in the pre-show, like, it's like those bye weeks kicked in. And it was like things started to kind of go back to normal. And then some of those games, I think Bones lost like four out of five. And then uh, I think uh, I think Lil Bear lost like six or seven straight. And it was just like, whoa, what the hell happened? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I, Lil Bear was another one, man. He, he built a really good team, especially through free. He, he really locked in on free agency over the last two years. Like, he really made sure he had money to spend so he can go get some of those players that other guys maybe didn't want to spend the big money on and resign. He brought them in and like, I got a place for you, especially the big hitter guys. Like he wanted to have a lot of a, a very physical and aggressive defense. So um, for him to get that good start and then just to really tank down the stretch, it was just like, damn, 
Yeah, yeah. He either started uh, five and one or six one, and he finished seven and nine. So I mean, that's 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 just a crazy, crazy turnaround. Um, you know, you just don't don't really. Gosh. It's like he couldn't put it together. Gosh. Which got Bones started five and one and finished six and ten. So if we're really gonna talk about anybody blowing it, Ooh, Bones yes. Bones ended the season one and nine after starting five and one. He hit a bye week and went one and nine. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think to me is that there was three teams at five and one or six and one in the AFC North, and Jay Wood was the last one, and now Jay Wood's in the AFC Championship. Like that is just a crazy turnaround. Yeah, I heard that on the bye week, uh, Bone and his team went down to um, to Miami, and everybody got a little a little too drunk, um, and things got a little out of hand. Um, since then, you know, a couple charges came out of that, uh, a couple suspensions. Uh, guys, guys, just they just haven't recovered from that. They haven't recovered from that. We'll we'll see what they do next season. Yeah. Now, that, that, that's a good transition here. What 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 team that's sitting out of the playoffs right now? You think is gonna make some noise next season? Oh man, I, I I I gotta go. I gotta go with uh, DK or Timbo. Timbo had a bad. He had a non non Timbo year to me, even though I'm talking like he's not this on me. This cycle's been on me, but I, I hear you. <laughs> yeah, but a non Timbo year to me. Um, and I think that DK, I think DK for some reason he, he talks player, he talks people out of their players and and gets some good trades and does good work. I think he's gonna end up having. Um, a couple good moves this this off season and come out with uh you know a, a better team and and be ready to compete. I need to come up off Michael Thomas though. <laughs> Look, we we get on Sonny for for exploiting people for their bad trades. When you talk to DK, he is like a he is a very shrewd negotiator. <laughs> he is he is literally like I unless I unless I know I'm gonna win the deal, I don't even want to talk to you. Like he he. Cause I, I remember shopping around like Aaron Donald last year, and he was, and I was trying to get trying to get uh, who his Pollard Pollard his running back, and he was just like, "Look, I'm gonna need like the whole world for this player," and I'm just like, "I'm not, I oh, can't ship out make that much." Pay the brick. Yeah, he's gonna oh. make bring the whole brick, and then the, the whole Mason recruit. Like he's gonna bring the whole yes. thing. Yeah, like, <laughs> DK DK only he wins most of his trades because he won't even talk to you unless like you're willing to pay what he's asking for. Yeah, you, you got to meet him somewhere. You got to find what's your middle and think maybe that might be his middle. <laughs> like, yeah. It's a yeah, hope. He, you better hope that's his middle. Something. And you know, okay. it's, it's all about if you find it worth it or not. Yeah, I I mean, you know, it's easier off. dealing with DK than it is with Sonny. Sonny gave me season one. I was like, yo, you know, uh, let me get that receiver, you know, and I, I was dangling some players out there. And he was like, not unless you're giving me Isabella and your best pass rusher. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Isabella just had, Hold right. on. Isabella that's just, just that's had. That's the iPhone. Boop, boop, boop. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like if I had a flip phone, I'd have banged it on him real hard. Just click. How you got you banged know? it on <laughs> Man. It was tough because I looked at it like, hold on. I think he thinks this trade is for him to get better. I'm the team that had six wins that year. You know what I'm saying? You went to the playoffs, brother. I'm trying to give you a pick and some play, you know, some youth. No, you want you want the world. So yeah, I think DK, DK and I, we've gone through some trades that didn't go through, uh, but we barely didn't miss it. Sonny and I were we were worlds apart. Worlds apart. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the thing that gets him with DK is he, he starts his trade block with 
Deshaun Jackson, it's gonna really cost you. So you know, <laughs> you know he's he's wanting his pieces. I mean, if a man starts out a negotiation with that, I, I'm personally, I'm just like, all right, I'm not even gonna touch that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the rich yeah, get richer rich just you know being cheap, you know. <laughs> but you For said sure. so, but, but who's making noise next year? Is that what you're saying? Yes, yeah. The, make, the the team that is out of the playoffs that's gonna make noise this season. Yeah, the thing, I think the team that makes noise in season twenty, um, it's. I'm trying to stay away from this division though, man, because this division it gets too. It actually too much. They get a lot of love from me, so I'm trying to look elsewhere. Um, yeah, please don't look in your division. Yeah, I'm trying to think who steps up. <laughs> uh, AFC. I'm trying to think somebody in the AFC that I saw this year that made me take a next step up. Uh, AFC West. I think we need to look out. I think I think we need to look out for I. Eyes, yes, sir. Eyes, I, I think we need to look. I think this first look. Overall, I know how you feel about his defense. I know, I know, brother. I know, but I, I think I he addresses it. I think he addresses it this off season, and he adds more players that help him out. That hasn't been the same once they let go of Christian Harris for one. Uh, they traded Von Miller. I think you traded Von Miller, right? I traded Von Miller. You're one. Yeah. So it, the defense still had to. I think he had to retool a little bit. He's got Chubb still, but he's like it's, he 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 heats up the offense with Dial, uh, Simon. He's got those guys rolling. He's got Jameis looking good. Um, he's got to focus more on the defense this offseason through the draft and through free agency. He's got to make. He's got to get a corner. I think. I think he has one now, but he's got to get another corner because he's dealing with J. Rod and he, he, he you know, traded so got, this other corner. <laughs> well, see, Aaron Brown. That. Darren Brown was like a like a, he was like a I mean Darren Brown wasn't That's wasn't right. like a great Darren Brown wasn't a great corner he was like he's like what I got in Herbert right now he's just he's 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 kind of young let's see he's on the Redskins now let's see where is Brown 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 is like 95 speed because you you I mean he's he's 27 now he's 81 but you you kind of have to have speed to really deal with J Rod and I thought Darren Brown was that right piece you just needed another corner. The defense was young. Like, you had a superstar free safety I had drafted that year. You had a yeah. superstar run stuffer so in the had, inside. Okay, he I, had I, pieces. I that's why that. I, I that's, that. why, that's why I keep saying, what did he need? Like, <laughs> I mean, I, all I wanted to I was actually going out. I was looking. I was going to trade, like, a first or some graphics for a stud receiver to really help my offense. And then kind of, like, figure out who I, I needed, like, another corner. And other than that, you really didn't need anything. You had two superstar edge rushers. You had a run stuffer inside. You had a non-ability star player that had on the inside that had a good pass rush. You had, I mean, you you had a DT a nose tackle that you could you could really get anybody to be a nose tackle in that. I mean, in the in the nickel, you would have all four of your D line. You had a superstar free safety that you had just drafted that you really needed to develop. You had a good corner who was not bad. He wasn't great. I wouldn't put him on an island, but he was good. You had a, a star, strong safety that all, he was really young. He was like 23 or 24, another breakout, and he's superstar for you. And then you've got, you don't really have a playmaker middle linebacker, but you have usable middle linebackers who are not, like they won't make plays for you, but they'll go, go out of their way and actually, if you make a user and put them in the right, decision, right position, they'll make plays. So when I say, I don't know what he needed, all you needed was just to stick with what you got. Maybe add one or two more pieces, 
bigger pieces, and then you have a great defense. You have a he, he could build the offense around his style because I didn't really do that much. I can understand that, but on defense, you didn't need much. You needed one corner, and then maybe to add a little bit star talent, upgrade some other players, and you had yeah. a, you had an amazing defense. That's why I, I always I always write them about bad defenses because like you have all the pieces you need. It's just on you to not – you're not making them right. You're playing bad with them. That's all on you. Okay, cool. So I changed my pick. I'm going to go with the Redskins. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think he started off really hot. Um, he came out the first game, and he, he looked good. I think it was a DK he played the first game. Um, it was somebody he played the first game, but he looked really good. I think he, and he showed that he's he, he wasn't really you know, worried about the top pick. Like, he wanted to show that he could play here. Um, and I think that that's a good, you know, that's a good start for him. And he's and he's going to have to bring it. And I feel like that'll bring out the best of him. I've seen him in other leagues, and he plays really well. He adjusts well. Uh, so he's he's gonna. I think he's gonna be among the mix of who may be that third team that gets in the playoffs from the NFC East because. You know, this year it was only two, but uh, they usually, you know, with DK hanging around last year, they, they had two or three that kind of gets in the mix. So I think he he jumps up for one because he's a new user. But I also think he, he, he he'll gain some respect from being in that division and showing out because he's going to win some games. Yeah, uh, that's a, that's the solid take. I mean, he only lost. Uh, I think he came in week 11 and only lost to Jay Wood by two. Uh, put up a 55 burger on 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 uh, Bones, um, then he beat DK. So I mean, he, uh, the boy can play. Number one draft pick. He can. He he can. Uh, he can make some noise next season. I can see that. Uh, Ura, I think you're just biased against uh, against I. To be honest, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it hurts my. I, I, it hurts my heart really to see that team like that because I know what I know how much work and how I was trying to build for like the rest of the cycle and just. How he's not really learning how to play with them. I didn't mean to go in an aside like that and just go all out and pour my heart out like that. But, <laughs> but, but I will say a team that you guys don't. It's not you're not really noticing is is Rev got the Packers and like the Packers are really good. I figured somebody else would. <laughs> I was going to pick them. I figured that might be somebody else's pick, so I left them alone. Yeah, I think I think Rev will make noise. Yeah, Rev's like, coming. Rev's coming. Rev's coming. Yeah, the NFC. Honestly, if I don't win my division, I don't think I'll make the playoffs. Because yeah, the, the NFC, NFC is going to be a slugger next year, boy. Yeah, a slugger. Yeah, I, I like Rips. Uh, I like that pick. Um, quick note: Colts did beat the Packers with Rev. I'm just saying there was a. I put up 20 points in the fourth quarter, and made a <sighs> made a monster oh, comeback. Stuff, young man. Maybe <laughs> I will have to uh, put an asterisk next to that. Who else? Who else we got? <laughs> Hey, uh, my pick. Um, I think uh, I'm gonna have to go with Rhino. He 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 made a he made a splash uh, in his season debut. Made the playoff. Um, almost beat Tom. I mean, he was three yards away from beating Tom. Um, you know, he just had some bad animation happen down the stretch, and then he. Did he run a hurry up? I can't remember. He ran a hurry up and then his clock ran out on him. Um, ran out of timeouts. He just had some some bad plays, um, you know, happen against him. Otherwise, he, I mean, he could have been riding in the championships. Um, and then this season, he just somehow, um, I don't know what's going on with his team. I didn't really take a look and dive deep into uh, into the team, but somehow he ended up with uh, last place um, pass defense. Um, last place in, in total defense. 
I just um, that's very uncharacteristic for a, for a team that Rhino controls. So I think he's going to flip it around. I think uh, I think he's going to be the one coming out of the NFC South next season. So six and ten is the record for teams with explosive offenses and no defenses. I see it now. I see it. <laughs> <laughs> I think out of the AFC though, you got to keep an eye on Glaze with the Raiders. Like I know Glaze. I mean, when I played him, he was really laggy, so he didn't play well. I I know he can make noise. It might take him a year or two to kind of get adjusted with the division, how just how good it is. But Glaze might be someone to maybe keep an eye on this year. He might make a jump. Might not be a playoff team, but he'll make a jump and kind of he he won't be an easy win. So you got to make sure you keep an eye on Glaze. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a good pick. Yeah, I forgot all about Glaze. Uh, you know, Glaze did he made some noise in Genesis. I mean, he he had the number one pass offense in Genesis when he played the full season down there. So that's a solid pick, Uber. I like that. Now, I got to cheer for somebody in the AFC West. <laughs> Dang it. You, you, think <laughs> you think he has enough down there to, to uh, maybe upset J-Rod a couple times? I mean, I don't see – it really will depend on his offseason. I don't – he doesn't really have enough talent, I don't think, to really compete regularly. That's why I say it might be a season or two before he actually does it. Like, he's a good user – but that team was really kind of rough. It, yeah. I think maybe an off season and we'll see what we'll see which step he goes in. If he's still going to kind of hang around the 500 or below mark, or if he's going to kind of make a little bit of noise in the playoffs, it, that'll really depend on his off season though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Glaze is a solid user. Um, I think the, he might've had some team building issues. Um, going into I mean that team was just that team's a little rough um besides my man Jake Butt who uh <laughs> who helped me out with uh making me $25 richer shout out to MSR Fantasy uh, just uh, in the meantime just had to throw that out there uh we have a great fantasy thing going on but but yeah but speaking speaking of to the playoffs um yeah, we we've had some wild matchups um we've had some games go differently how do you guys feel about the rest of Ura, you just lost right so you're yeah yeah yeah, okay. yeah I, I i did <laughs> i just had to bring that up um <laughs> yeah thanks buddy <laughs> how do you guys I was feel starting like to get of... out of my funk but thanks for dragging me back in <laughs> how do you guys feel about the rest of the playoffs um if you're asking me i think a lot of the games um I think the wild card went almost as exactly as expected. A close game between Browns and Steelers, a close one between the Niners and the Rams, you know, these divisional type matchups, uh, Pats and Titans ended up exactly how I thought it would be. And I thought the Giants would advance. Now, um, you know, outside of our obvious, you know, wild upset, I think actually, you know what? I actually did think Urawa could beat Kylo, but you know, I might, I might be the only one on that on that train besides Ura, right? But um, yeah, that's I mean, what that's how I thought would happen. It's um, it's one of those I know I'm good enough to, but it was just like during that game, uh, his his players, his superstars made more play, plays than mine. Like we kind of, I had an early fumble that kind of got me a little bit of momentum, and I was kind of keeping with that momentum, and then 
I had one of my receivers not run the route the way I thought it was. Yeah, that was Threw a great a game. I and watched it, that one. And it kind of, yeah. it kind of, he his team got all the momentum and started making just his superstar started just making plays. And I couldn't, I, I tried, but I just, I couldn't dig my way out of it. I couldn't. My team just, they didn't, they didn't have it. Like they were, I was putting them in position, but they weren't making plays. They weren't holding them at the line during like third down tackles and stuff. So, I mean, it's, it was a good game. He, he beat me. I mean, I'm not going to blame it on like anything in particular. My team just didn't make the plays when I needed them to. And his team did. And that's really the deciding factors when it's you, when you play a user that good. I knew it would be a tough game, but I, I knew I had a good chance to win it. I, I was, I was, I knew I could, so I was kind of thinking I can win this. The championship game would have been the one I'm a little bit more scared against, but I, I knew off of playing him earlier in the year, I had a chance, but it's just, it wasn't in the pieces today. Yeah, that's all good. That was a good game, man. It definitely was a good season for you. Um, I, I think where the rest of the playoffs may fall for me, look, man, with J-Raw losing, and look, I had, actually, there's a question. I'm probably going to bring up this receipt later in the chat, but I asked the question before the uh, season. Everybody, I think somebody had said, like, J-Raw versus Taco in the Super Bowl. I was like, what if neither one of them make it? Like, that, because I was just wondering, like, the NFC is so, especially the NFC. I wasn't thinking that for the AFC. I thought J-Raw would probably get there. But for the NFC, I was thinking there's so many good users that could, I feel like they could beat Taco, you know, in just in what would be a good game. Not that it would blow them out, just be a good game. So now with J-Rod losing, I'm like, I, 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 I want to see now that, you know, now that Kylo's going to advance, like I'm, I'm, try, <laughs> I'm trying to get my mind around them having a part three. And I think that'll be a great uh, NFC championship because they had that a couple years ago, you know, to get there and Tom fell short and then he came back and got there last year. So, yeah, I, I think that'll be what it'll happen. I think I think Taco may go one and done. Um, I think Tom's just, mm. especially last year's playoff run. I know Taco's been balling all year and it's not taking anything away from him. I, I just think Tom, he just has a beat on what he wants to do, and I think that last that playoff run last year with Valdez Scanlon and he's. He's groomed him into a superstar X Factor now. It's just like he's got dogs everywhere with the, those receivers, and he's got uh, uh, Dan, Daniel Jones too. Daniel Jones didn't have that good of a year, I think, that he probably should have. But if you saw anything in, in the, against the Falcons, he can he can get to it. He can get to it. He just has to, you know, just just watch the mistakes because he's gonna find Slate. Believe that. Yeah. So so who do you think the Super Bowl is gonna be? Oh, uh, I'll probably go. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, I'll, 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 I'll do this. If I think I think Tom beats Taco, I'll take. Same. I'll take. Ooh, I'll take Kylo. I'll take Kylo and Pride. Woo! I ride okay. the Pride train. I'm gonna ride the Pride train. Pause. I I I, I, I second that. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I second that. I, the when I did the uh, the drive with Cotton. And we had Taco in. He said the, the team that he did not want to play uh, was the was the Giants. Um, yes, he's, something about he did that say team. he did. That was a good. Yeah. So I, I think him in that game, he's and I think Taco's very confident, but I think it's in the back of his mind now. Like, uh oh, you know, I, I said this publicly. I don't want to play him. Now I'm playing him. Now I got to show out and. I think I think it. I think Tom is going to get his number. I think I, what I want to see is an NFC East battle. 
in the championship because those two games earlier this season were absolute dogfights. Um, so I, I want to see that in the championship. I, I'm with you though. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Pride and Kylo in the uh, in the championship. Pride has been playing out of his mind. Like he, I, that, that's that's it. I'm just riding the wave. He's yeah. played. He's won like eight of his last nine games down the stretch. Like I'm I'm just riding the wave. I think he's the hottest team right now. I think he's just. I, I mean, the, they were undefeated teams. Of course, Taco was undefeated. But I think as what we see is hot right now. Like I think he's the hottest team going into the, the playoffs. Yeah, he, I mean he's playing mistake free. Like he he's just. He's playing so in control. Like I feel like every one of his games, he's in the absolute zone. Like that yeah, zone that Jay yeah. Wood was in last yeah. night. I feel like Pride's been on that the it's last that nine back, games. I, I really think Brace has been the X factor for them. He, that that game on Showdown against the Patriots, where he had three touchdowns, was kind of like the, the kind of like the launching point for him and that team down the stretch of the year. And that defense has helped out too because they're starting to turn over the ball, they take the ball away from teams. And Bayless, Bayless is making good smart reads. He's not doing too much, and he's he's feeding off that running back. Yeah, I, I feel like the, the passing game is what's what's helped uh, Pride get over the. Get over the hump a little bit because last season his running game was there. Uh, Brace was there and his running game was was like one of the solid ones. But he would follow that up with like an interception. He would follow like a 60-yard drive with, with the pick or, um, you know, have to settle for a field goal because he made a bad read. And now Bayless, uh, Bayless has kind of turned into like um, – Kind of like almost like Kirk Cousins, almost like in, in real life, like a, a game manager, but you know, a very solid, smart uh, quarterback. You know, I, so I, I feel that I, I feel like Pride's gonna Pride's gonna come in. Um, he's he's got to get over the hump with Boone. That's gonna be a battle. But I think if he gets over Boone, it's I think it's gonna be him in the championship with with Kylo. Um, Jugs, what, what do you feel? Okay, fellas, now look. I pitched those Titans on our first pod. I said that's that's that team. Uh, you know, I I picked them to sneak into the playoffs. I picked them to continue to do anything. I got Boom beating Pride, um, and I'm taking him to the Super Bowl. Um, I picked the Giants to go all the way to the Super Bowl as my preseason when we get those messages. So that's I'm sticking with that. Um, I love that him and Taco matchup, and then that him and Kylo matchup is gonna be crazy. Um, lots of fireworks and I feel like in the NFC wins regardless the NFC takes it okay. regardless okay. Um, I, think, I, I think you can say that easier now too yeah yeah and I think oh, that yeah. it's definitely the Giants taking it um, because I just I, I, I just think Tom right now he's getting overlooked and I think that him and Kylo gonna have a dog fight but I think that um, ever since the reports of Eli Manning becoming the quarterback's coach down there, um, I think that he's going to give them a little luck and they're going to win it over. <laughs> I, say if anything, I think Tom, if there's anything to back up Tom being like, you know, the one that goes back to Zupo, there's an opening, man. And I, even Taco's undefeated. We know that. I'm not, I really don't want to make it seem like I'm sleeping on Taco because Taco's a dog. He's won multiple, oh. like, five championships here. We know that. We know that. I just think if you ask me right now, with this particular playoffs and everything that's happening, what's going on right now in the league, I, I just think Tom can take him. I think Tom takes him. And I think he's got, like you said, Taco even said himself, he doesn't match up well with that team. And if yeah. Tom gets going and he gets a pick or two, man, you can forget it. Yeah, right. now that that first matchup between Tom and uh, Tom and Taco, 29-23, Taco won. So, you know, I, it's going to be a dogfight, but I, I think, I think, 
it's hard to beat Tom twice. Um, I think most of the time when you play Tom twice, it's going to be a split. Um, because he just plays so smart and he's fearless. Like he'll he'll throw some some passes that I'm just like, why would you throw that? And then he completes it. <laughs> like those post you know? routes sometimes he throws a slate and you're like, what? Like my linebacker should get that or my safety should have yeah. gotten there. Actually, you know his receiver's getting it. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think it's uh, God, it's gonna be a battle, boys. I'm I'm so excited for this playoffs. Ura, who who do you uh, who do you have going to I the got, I got Giants and Steelers. Like I I I think I think Tom has like I know he has his team is really he really does match up well against Taco because Taco really doesn't have like a, a really deep offense. He has one or two players that really make a lot of his plays, and he just makes a lot of plays with them. Get, him up, get, get that ball away from A-Rob. Sorry, I'm just saying. You got to take that away. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's pretty <laughs> yeah, much yeah. it. Like, the, if you, he doesn't really have, like, a number two. He has literally A-Rod and then Cohen, Trubisky, and then he doesn't really have much else in offense. So, I mean, if I think the game will really be, at least the Bears game, will really, with Tom, will be decided basically on how well his offense plays. If his offense can keep doing what it does and not cause too many, not throw the ball, just turn over the ball too much, I think Tom wins it easily. I, I, I still Kylo is just missing something on offense to me. He's missing like something on his team. I don't really know what it is. It's just something that kind of like would put him over the edge to me in my eyes. So I think Tom will beat that, beat him. I think Jay Wood is just he's gonna ride his momentum and just at least get it to the Super Bowl. And I think Tom will kill Jay Wood in the Super Bowl. Mm. That's just my thing. I think mm. I think it's just Tom's year though, because I think just how how everything's playing, and I don't really see a bad matchup for Tom. I see Tom as the favorite in both matchups in my eyes, at least with just how he matches up with both teams. If there was one more thing I could add to that too, in terms of like Tom, this cycle is thinking MSR has been like redemption. Like Sonny went to the Super Bowl the first year, he almost got back, but then he lost in the following playoffs, but then. Kylo went to the second Super Bowl against J-Rod, lost, but then went back and won the title the next year. So then this could be the year that Tom lost last year, but then he comes back and wins it all. Like, it, I think that's mm. – I wonder if that's a, a cycle that's coming – like, there's something – not a cycle, but that's something that's repeating itself again uh, here uh, during this Madden cycle for us because we've seen teams that have gotten, gotten close, but then, you know, they had to kind of retool and then come back and then take that extra step forward. So I wonder if this is Tom's year for that. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I, I can see that for sure. I, Tom Tom's playing really solid um, as of late. Like he's just he, like I said earlier. I mean, he's just he's fearless, man. He'll 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 make a pass. It doesn't matter what the defense looks like. He's gonna throw it and thread, try to thread the needle. And nine times out of ten, it's been happening for him. So I can I can I can see him making some noise. All right. I got that. the the final the final thing we want to leave uh, leave you yes, listeners sir. with. We have the NDP awards. This is um, a different take on your awards show. Um, you know, we wanted to go things a little. We wanted to go a little differently um, and not go with the standard. You know, MVP. Um, you know, that path. So. Tupac Award. We're going to give this award to the best player or the guy that's straight up killed 
uh, the West. Uh, and it looks like we're going to give this award to Andrew Luck. Now, given the last game, do you guys still feel like that's uh, he's worthy of that award? I still think he's worthy. I don't think he stays on that team after that game, though. I, I had a different one uh, for mine, but I, I understand why because he was, you know, he was the guy out there in the West. But I don't think he, this is an individual guy. I think we're saying best player. This is an individual performance that I just think needs to be highlighted this year. Yeah, Calvin Dye was a beast, boy. He was a beast this year. I don't think he was necessarily the best player by just, but I think he was the best player that no one talked about. I think he really turned up this year. He's it was his third year, I believe, in the league. He's really emerged as you know as a real deep threat uh, for him to be what five ten. But he gets behind you. He goes up, makes big plays, and him with that other receiver they got in Denver, uh, Mr. Simon. Boy, they they got some superstar talent that's really budding up. That's why I, I, if he can just get the defense right, man, I could really make some noise out there. Yeah, I like that pick. I know, I know, uh, I know. Ura's looking at that, saying, "Come on, that's a Denver Bronco. No way they should get an award." <laughs> I mean, I drafted. Now, I, I mean, he, I, I put the man on the team. What you mean? <laughs> he spotted the talent first. I spotted yep. the talent first. I just, I was just trying to figure out the receiving core and how to how to use said talent. But I mean. At least the way we, we have the country split in half. I mean, you still got to at least talk about JJ 3K for up there. For he, he yeah. at least had to be in the running for best of the West. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like I feel like those three uh, were the top three, but just the, yeah. the season that Luck had, um, going 16 and 0 and actually making the playoffs, um, I, I think that kind of set him apart. Just I mean, the other guys had great seasons, especially JJ 3K, but. You know, he just he didn't make play. Damn Kool Aid. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of hopped off a little bit because I mean, a, a couple weeks ago, I would have said, okay, JJ gets the Tupac award hands down. He gets every kind of award, but you know, he didn't take his team to the playoffs. So I got I got to give him a knock on that. Oh yeah, I get that. <laughs> I'm Andrew Luck. I mean, Luck Luck does does what Luck has always done this cycle. I mean. He is really good to win that award. He's consistent. <laughs> consistent. Yeah. Yes. Consistently killing us. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, who, who do you guys have for? Uh, who do you guys uh, think is gonna or should win the uh, the Biggie Award, which is the best player of the East? I think we had it down, uh, Mitchell Trubisky. Um, I think he went out there and balled out this year. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of good players out there in the running, um, but I feel like him and Luck are in a very similar situation where they both were very consistent and they went out there and their team success relied a lot on their success. Um, you know, over over 5,000 yards, 50 touchdowns. I mean, that's that's a MVP season in almost any other season that JJ3K doesn't, you know, walk this earth. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Trubisky, for sure, uh, in my mind, uh, gets the big award. Uh, Timbo, did you have anybody different? I put Joey Johnson for mine. Um, I, I, yeah, I think Joey was by far. Because I, I didn't know how y'all had to. I, I had him east, so I'm, I'm thinking Minnesota's more on the eastern side. So I put him on that side. But uh, yeah, we, I don't know. I, I just well, I had Joey Johnson. 
Yeah, I had JJ because I just think he was, uh, you know, probably the best individual player this year just for everything that he was doing. I mean, on the ground, just setting records. Um, I actually have a, probably this is actually going to follow this on the next category, but um, he was just one of those backs that really turned their games up and he turned it up like Lily by like power to the 12th like he was just yeah you know what i mean he was just really on another level this year um just the, the 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 development in two years of what he's been able to do and then how to all it kind of culminate into an explosion it just sucks that they didn't make the playoffs because i really think that could have really been it could have really just magnified what this year could have been for them um, yeah for him individually but uh just overall just what he was able to do on the field and, and each and every night was crazy are you guys comfortable with saying that if they made the playoffs, that he gets us, he gets every award, period, no matter what? Yes. I think Hands if they down. The yeah. Oh, yeah, he's, he's bottom. He, yeah, but he's definitely the MVP. He even sees the wild card. He, he's the MVP. Yeah. yeah. I think I think a player in the East that not many people like really noticed was just Carson Wentz and how good of a season he had. Because I mean, if you combine his rushing stats with uh, his his passing he he had a better season than Trubisky I think Trubisky would get the nod for me just because he did the most with little I think Carson Wentz has more weapons in offense and that yeah. kind of like helps helps him do everything but I think I think Wentz had a really good season and he at least needs to get talked about with how good of a season he had yeah yeah I, I I'm with that it was it was close for me um but just going 16 and 0 with and, and those stats that he put up with Trubisky and only having uh, Allen Robinson, that that did it for me. I, I I had to give the guy big ups on that. He, he just, I mean, Trubisky absolutely killed it this season. Now, next award, we got, we got the Nas Award, which is the man who is uh, probably the most underrated player. Um, the guy that kind of, kind of, been lacking a little bit of respect so we're gonna we're gonna put some respect on his name um for me it was bradley price uh linebacker for the uh minnesota jack the jacksonville jaguars um how you guys feel about that that's a good point i mean he had a great year and uh especially the way he's elevated on that defense in jacksonville yeah that's good i agree i mean that's that's I mean that's excellent. I mean there's there's uh, very it's very hard for me to debate that one definitely. Yeah, I could I, I believe it. The way he has been kind of like the centerpiece of that offense and just kind of like is the gear that keeps it going and he's the way that they've still been able to play. I I would definitely give it to him. Yeah, I mean he he led the league in interceptions. <laughs> I mean he. Uh... You know, from the middle linebacker spot, he had 14 interceptions, three touchdowns, uh, 42 tackles. I mean, he just, um, I mean, he, to me, he was the difference between pride going seven and nine and going 12 and four. Um, look at the season from last year. He had 27 tackles, three sacks, no interceptions, no forced fumbles, no touchdowns. And then this season completely flips it around to the stats I mentioned a minute ago. I mean, he's just, we got to give him that award. 
Yes, we. I think he should be up there. And you know something I want to put out there uh, for those who are listening that aren't in our league? This isn't your normal Madden league where every middle linebacker in the league got eight or nine in, interceptions. No, that's not how we get down over here. Over here, the usering is is, is definitely uh, containing to your zone. You know, you can't just run around like, you know, chicken with your head cut off. So 14 right. interceptions is huge. I mean, especially when your teammate is right behind you with 11. So that means you you guys are taking the ball out the air all the time. So if they go deep, the safety got it. If they go middle, the the middle linebacker got it. That's that's a pretty big uh, accomplishment for that team, um, and definitely shows how good they are in the pass defense. But he does have a low sack number of one, and I don't like that. Uh, who I I had uh who did I have for this one? Um, you said it's Nas, right? So yeah, I had uh actually I had Darrell Anthony, and the reason why I had him was because if this if it was not for JJ three K, we would be talking about Darrell Anthony more. But then also they had a change in ownership uh, midway through the season, so he kind of went under the radar. But this is something I wanted to bring to y'all. Uh, since week ten, right? So that's pretty much like the last seven eight weeks of the season. Darrell Anthony actually led the league in rushing. Uh, he had over 1,500 yards rushing with 14 TDs. Mm. The only person, and that, and that's crazy, he actually led Joey Johnson in that category. So as great as Joey Johnson wow. was for a majority of the season, over the last eight weeks, Darrell Anthony is the one that took off. And he's, I think with Rev now kind of solidified what he's going to do, that first game he started against DK, he, he put up almost 50 on the road. Um, so I think... And he used the real Anthony like pretty much like almost to the the level of how Joey Johnson was used. So I expect the real to really be. I, I think he's up for a new contract this year too. So next year, so he's getting ready to really take that next step. And and uh, boy, the NFC North is going to be full of some oh, running attacks that Taco is going to have to deal with next year for sure. Yeah, Coherent might be uh, giving up those forced losses or those forced wins quite a bit next season because <laughs> I mean, he's, he's not a big fan of playing the uh, playing oh, no, against the run not. apparently. So <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good pick though. I I do like that. I did not know that he actually led uh, led JJ in in that span. That's that's wild. Well, I mean, the thing with Joey Johnson is like the first half of the season he was killing it. After, like, the second half of the season, he really, he lost, I mean, he still had good games, but he lost a lot of his momentum. He didn't, he didn't really, like, keep going and, and hold the line. He kind of, he kind of slowly went down. As and, I, and I think Dragons had to throw a little bit more, too. That was another part of it. They had to throw yeah. a little more. The word kind of been out about what was coming. You kind of knew, based on the formations, what was coming. So, you kind of had yeah. to dial him. Even in the games, he had, like, 150 yards or more. It wasn't the Joey Johnson-type games, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I think if you look at it too, uh, Joey Johnson, um, he had almost 400 carries uh, this season, and that's yeah, that's, that's a lot of work. That's incredible. Um, yeah. And you know, draw, uh, Anthony, he only had 252. But if you look at it, I mean, and, and that's and that's a lot of carries too. But if, and if you look at it, Joey averaged 8.4. Anthony averaged 8.2 a carry. These boys. Mm-hmm were workhorses you know it 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 was a lot of big plays but it was you know it was a lot of small play small play small play boom you know small play small play small play boom and that's really for more for joey because i believe that anthony once rev took them over it was big play bigger play bigger play bigger play he just kept going and it was just impossible to keep up the pace of guarding that guy um i think that eventually 
it's going to show that uh, this is going to be a two-man race for the Russian title next year, and I can't wait to see it. I, I like that. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give myself a little pub there. Uh, Heinz finished third <laughs> in the in the Russian <laughs> in the Russian game. Yeah, you know, yeah, so Heinz is coming. Heinz is coming. I mean, Heinz did have the second most carries and only six yards or average, but yeah, we'll put him third. We'll hey, give him a little, a little bit. I'm, I'm all about the sim life. Six yards of carry is is pretty damn good in the NFL. So. Yeah. <laughs> what, would have, what, what, what would Matt Breida had done if he got the ball more? Nine 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 yards of carry, fifteen hundred yards this year. Yeah, that, that, he would have. <laughs> yeah, he would have had a nasty. God, Breed is a bad man. I, I really, I really hope he he, he just lets Breed go. I don't like playing Breed twice a year. I was Breed puts the fear of God. <laughs> well, you don't, you don't need him. No, no, you don't need him either. I, I want him out of the division. Put him in the AFC. <laughs> I, I hear the Broncos are looking for another running back. Let, let him let him have Breed. You know. <laughs> Oh, get him out of the NFC. I don't even want him in the NFC. I want him far away from me. You know, <laughs> I don't like playing Breida. Breida put the fear of God into me. I'm, I'm tired of Breida. Send him out. Send <laughs> Bre- him Breida gets busy. He gets busy. He, he does. Now. Yeah, he gets, he gets low on you. <laughs> <laughs> now, for the next award, we have the Lemonade Award, which is uh, the team that did the most out of, out of nothing. Uh, I, for me... Um, it was Ura with the Rams. I mean, he had, um, when I looked uh, week 14, he had a overall of 81, and he was 10-4. and four. Um, Then he made it to the playoffs, you know, and won the first game of the playoffs. So, to me, Ura, you you get the Lemonade Award. Does anybody have anything different? I would like to point out to everyone that I was not the one who came up with this award. Somebody else did. Falco <laughs> came up with it, and I was just like, oh, we're giving me an award. So I would like to point that out to the listeners. This was not my idea, but I do completely support it. <laughs> do I have to show the DMs? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you want me to show them the DMs where you were like, dude, please give me an award. I have to I have to win something. Don't be photoshopping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I, I have to play this team two times a year. Um, I believe that um, in... In no way will this team look the same next year. There's going to be some movement. There's going to be some trades. There's going to be some free agent pickups. This team, um, this team was super solid two seasons ago, and it just fell apart. I think he couldn't. Um, the former user could not pay all the players that were there, and now we are with them. Um, we're in trouble. <laughs> we're in trouble. They got two guys over thirty, man. We're in trouble. <laughs> Yeah, I got. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take uh, the running game of Jacksonville. Uh, think about this: Marion Brace uh, is in his fifth season. He was a 62 when he first started. Now he's an 80, which isn't like some next level type thing. But he's now emerged into a superstar uh, running back. Again, I mentioned earlier how you know the Jags kind of took off. They were kind of flying on the radar. They were five and three, and then they they were on showdown. And it got to goes. It kind of goes to show like what a moment like kind of playing on that stage and having those big games. What it can do for a team and to see Jags kind of take off when they eight of the last nine. Um, you know, Brace kind of evolving himself, you know, superstar back, like I said, and he just got a new contract this year. He just signed a, a three-year extension, so he's and he's 27, so it's like he, he's kind of blocked. He's like a late bloomer. Of course, he was drafted uh, late in the draft. He wasn't 
you know, he was he was like a third round pick. He wasn't really that good. He wasn't that known. But, you know, for him to kind of grow and it really now this Jags team is taking off on his back kind of because of how he's playing down the stretch. Uh, I think it goes to show like that. They, they built something there and they, they've kind of done it by, you know, playing the long game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that pick. I like that pick. Yeah, for me, it was it was down to the Rams and, and Jacksonville. Um, Jacksonville had a pretty high rated team last season and just couldn't get over that little bit of hump. I think he finished what seven and nine somewhere through there. Um, you know, so the, it it was a toss up for me between those two. But seeing that eighty one overall for the Rams, I like when I first saw it, I was like, "What are you kidding me?" Because they don't play like an eighty one. Um, I mean, I that, will say for that, it's kind of a little. I mean, I did trade Gurley halfway through the season, so I mean, that's the ninety nine overall out the window. I did let go of Bukum. And I, I, I view I honestly lost that trade, but I, I mean, yeah, we don't have much over here. We really don't. <laughs> so for the for the next award, we have the Jay Z Award, which we all know Jay Z built an absolute empire out of uh, you know basically started from nothing. So um, Jay Z Award, I had it going out to the Chiefs. Uh, how do y'all feel about that? I don't know if they didn't um, have nothing. I mean, they, they they had a squad. Yeah, they had a squad. squad. He gave up Mahomes to get he gave up Mahomes to get his boy. I, I say that. Um, that was something that was you know. I mean, they kind of just swapped quarterbacks at that point. Yeah. Uh, but I, I will say there is something to some of the moves he's made because on the defensive end he hasn't really had too many you know star players like that. He's done it with a very below average secondary. You know, his front seven is usually kind of sub 80 you know and he has maybe a someone on a d-line that's big but he's under the defensive end he's been crafty i would say that i wouldn't call it jay-z but I, I would say he's been crafty with his defensive the way he builds his defense okay i i got my take and i don't know if anyone's gonna be who you got I think the team the team and i i wanted to call this war just let me just tell everybody i wanted to call this the starter from the bottom okay I think the team that came in with the most crap team and now they, they're just a powerhouse is the Giants. Easy. Yeah. The, we're a very, very bad base team. Now there's 97s and 90s and 94s all throughout their roster. They got superstars everywhere. Um, you know, they let go of Saquon and still, you know, are, are just a powerhouse you know we we're talking about them going to the super bowl and possibly winning it again so um you know i believe the giants are that team jay-z new york giants i, I like oh, yeah. that we you talked know, the entire cycle yeah yeah i like that you know he, he really has built a, an empire over there i mean he's um giants are an absolute powerhouse now so i i, I like that pick. I, ooh, I might change my mind i might go with you jugs <laughs> on that that's, that's a solid pick man <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the Giants, he's, he's built the team out of nothing. Most of the players he's built have been, like, low 60s or mid-60s mm. to high 70s or maybe maybe 70s. Most of that team he's built up from nothing, at least for the cycle. Yeah, I mean, for the cycle, yeah, Tom, Tom has built a powerhouse out of, out of peanuts. <laughs> he's built a nice peanut plantation over there, oh, what yeah. he's done. I, I like that pick. Yeah, I'm actually... I'll change my mind. I, I was hating on the Giants just because uh, I'm an Eagles fan. So, you, you know, yeah, I, I like that. That's, that's a, <laughs> he's built an empire over there. I, I like that. All right. So next award. Now, this is this is kind of what uh, my my mind of started from the bottom. 
now they're at the top. Uh, we're calling it the Drake Award. Um, a team that didn't finish so hot last season and now uh, now is up there. I, I, I have to go with Pride. Um, I have to go with Pride and, and, and the Jags. I, to me, the his turnaround, he went 7-9 to 12-4 and four this season. Um, I mean, that that's just a major turnaround. And just the way the way that he's played, um, it's it's a good it's a major turnaround. What what do you guys think? I mean, for that turnaround, I did the exact same thing, but but uh, I will I will agree with the with the Jags getting it. Like he's done a good job just reclaiming the division. Because I remember a couple of years ago, he he was like the lead runner in that division, and then like all the other teams were kind of lacking behind, and then he had a good season, and then he kind of went just nowhere for a bit and he's kind of jumped back up and reclaimed the division title i think i think he, he deserves that award mm-hmm. yeah i, I co-signed that 100 for me it was it was between the jags and i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it to the jags but i'm gonna give a very good honorable mention out to the uh falcons yes um it feels like they turned everything around. Um, they're starting to look strong. That roster's built well. That, that roster really is fair. so low-key, like, stacked. It's, like, it's, it's stacked. <laughs> he's grabbed it. He's it well, too. I will say that. Definitely. 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 He's got superstars that, that you know, that are drafted players. He's got superstars that are regular. Um, he's, he's got a double-headed monster in the run game. Um because I still think that Freeman is very usable. Um, he's got receivers. I mean, I think that that, that is the start of something that we're going to have to worry about for next year. Um, sorry, Timbo, you got to play them twice a year. But that's just going to have – it's going to be what it is. You know, oh, this team is going to be solid. I, I told Dub uh, early in the end, once he clinched, I told him, I was like, man, your gameplay and just how you built this roster, you know, I commend him for it because I had, I went through his team just, you know, just going through some stuff, looking league stuff. And I looked, I was like, man, I was like, dang, he's got like an 85-plus at damn near every key position. It's just like he's, <laughs> you know, a yeah. superstar X-Factor. He's got a couple good young receivers. He, he gave up Julio. He gave up Nikhil Harry. And he's turned Calvin really into a monster. He's got this guy Shaq Weber. I mean, he's got a team, man. I mean, if he's Raider, he's drafted Raider in that draft class a couple years ago when everybody else came out. So, you know, he's he's made some really good picks, and it's, it it makes complete sense why he's in the playoffs this year. Yeah, yeah, that, that that was it was a it was a close, it was a toss up for me. But just what did it for me was where I played uh, Pride now five to six times, uh, including Genesis. Um, it, it just absolutely flipped the script in in my mind. So that's. That's my reason for going there, but it was a it was very very close because I also played Dubs last year, um, and it was a close it, it was a close game. Um, so seeing what he's doing this year, I mean it it was close. It was close. Noticing a lot of personal bias in these these Falco picks. <laughs> Giants, he's an Eagles fan picking the Jags just because he plays them twice. I'm noticing a lot of personal bias out of Falco. Hey, man, I have to give pride his due. I mean, he's, he's playing out of his mind. I, I'll just keep saying that. I've been I've been on the pride train for a while now, so I got to I gotta give him his due. Just because he beat you twice a year doesn't mean he's, he's just the best ever. Uh, you got to calm down, Falco. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is true. I mean, I, I get beat by teams twice a lot. So, <laughs> <you know. laughs> 
so, so next up we got we have the Huey Award. I don't, if you all don't remember who Huey is, there's a reason for that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's the man that came out with Pop Lock and Drop It and hasn't done anything since. Oh man, okay. So the okay. Huey Award for me. That's right. That was it. No, that's for me. Cool. The Huey Award. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. I didn't know that. What that was until okay. That's oh, right. you didn't know that. Oh, I knew that. <laughs> that's really good. The, the Huey Award's got to go to the Bucks. I mean, to to make it where they did in the playoffs and then to be, I mean, near the bottom this season. Uh, I mean, he he completely pop locked and and dropped it this season. I mean, he absolutely dropped it. So for me, Huey Huey Award's got to go to the Bucks. I, you know what? I agree. I agree solely on the fact that this team is nice and the user good. So yeah. it's like, what is your excuse here? I think it was a confidence issue. I think that he's talking his stuff in the chat every single day. Um, I think that he is he's watching tape. Um, you know, he, he's got receipts. He, he's screenshotting stuff. Um, you know, guys are going to have that that division. You guys' division is going to be crazy, Timbo. I was going to yeah. also say that this award was going to be called, uh, it was going to be named after a verse from Jay. Well, not even a verse, just a bar from Jay where he said, you had a spark when you started, but now you're just garbage. And <laughs> that's <laughs> what I thought of the Buccaneers season. And I believe that they'll be they'll be better next year and they will be a contender. Um, but that division is going to be crazy. <laughs> that division yeah, is going to be we gonna be back next year. I think our division gets back I, to normal status. I do have a, I do have a question though with the Bucks. Does Cam Newton retire this year? He's thirty six no. years old right now. This, this is. Oh, you said does he retire this year? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, that's does a good he question. retire? Yeah, that what, is something what, to think about. What, I, I think, what does he do if he does retire? <laughs> I, I don't oh, know. Yeah, because options out there. What, what, what actually, and that's actually a good segue. Rob. What leads me to my point, my my me back in that pickup is because. Cam had another great year this year. It was, it was, it, it, it boggles me to look at the stats that Cam Newton had. I mean, he had over 5,000 yards passing, you know, damn near two to one, um, uh, you know, touchdown to interception ratio. I mean, you know, 119 QB rate. I'm, I'm confused of how this team finished, you know, uh, you know, six and 10. I mean, it's, it's just crazy. But when you look at the defense, though, that's the thing. They, they couldn't <laughs> defend well. That's the thing. They, they couldn't defend anybody. Yeah. Um, they gave up the most points in the league, uh, especially through the air. So, it, you know, that was that was the main part. They couldn't defend anybody. And last year, they were taking the ball away a lot more. They were, you know, they were up on teams a lot easier because, you know, they would score and then they would take the ball away from you, too. This year, they were in a lot of shootouts. And although Cam played well, the defense did. So they were kind of they were in a lot of close L's. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it sounds like uh, Rhino got the IC through disease where he just don't have defense <laughs> with the amazing offense. <laughs> Man, you got something. I, I hope you and I play soon. I hope he, I hope he drops a 50-burger on you. <laughs> oh, no. I, I will not drop a 50-burger on me without me scoring at least 45 miles. <laughs> oh, I, I got to play. Oh, I don't want to play J-Rod and Joey. No, I don't want to play that division. Oh, oh yeah. I don't want to play them. No, no, no. Let's not. Actually, no. I don't think. I think we would play them next year. Maybe. Do we? I think we do. I think we play him next year. Oh, I not can't like wait. the upcoming season, not twenty. I think we play him in twenty-one because I think we played. Uh, I remember the year I got kicked was the year that the NFC West played the AFC West. So, uh, unless this is the third season after I've been kicked. 
You took a leave of absence. <laughs> yeah, yeah there my you leave go. of absence. My leave of absence. <laughs> yeah, your sabbatical. There you go. <laughs> yeah, my, my, my sabbatical, yeah. I, I don't remember if this is the third season since my sabbatical. So if it is, then we would. But if it's not, then we play them next year. Oh, I, I can't wait for that matchup. Can't wait for oh, it. man. I, I can win. I can. I, we can. Don't worry. Don't Falco. You can have them. We'll give them to you. You can play them. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the, he'll, that'll be a definite W then, because I mean, shoot. <laughs> Listen, they're gonna be like, "Oh, Judge, remember when you were saying about me on that podcast?" Take <laughs> 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 <Take> this work. Take <laughs> this work. Oh man. All right, guys. Yeah, I think it's time to wrap it up. Um, you got you guys got anything to uh, to finish out tonight? Uh, well, this prop this episode will probably be out before or probably after, but uh, tonight we're looking forward to the NFC divisional um, matchup with Giants and Bears. We actually uh, actually going to announce this to y'all, so y'all going to see it. But we got a doubleheader coming tonight, seven and eight p.m. on the network. Uh, we're going to do uh, Giants and Falcons. I'm sorry, not Giants and Falcons, Giants and Bears, and then uh, and Titans and Jags are going to be first. So we're going to see that. Uh, rivalry for the second time now the first time after all that suspension stuff so that should be really good Ooh. oh yeah 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 I'll, I'll, I'll do my best to, to to get this out there before that game um you know just to just to get it out there and um since we since we had that ex- exclusive on here i'll uh i'll work i'll work it out i'll get it out <laughs> there right you got anything uh, I would just like to say congrats to winning the uh, fantasy championship, Falco. I know yeah, I man. Lot to you to to be the dark horse for that. Thank you, thank you. I was, was a good one. I was something. surprised I was in the championship, man. But when I saw that uh, Valdez Scanlon went off, I kind of knew that you had it. So that was good to see. Good. <laughs> well, well, I knew you were gonna lose Timbo when I saw the a Jets receiver playing me, and I knew it was downhill from there because <laughs> I wouldn't allow it. He was the only one really delivering down the stretch. John Ross was so iffy, you know. But I was like, I knew I had to keep them both in. Co- no, Ross was already playing, but I knew I needed another fast receiver to do something. I thought Colts might have been able to get one on you, but he didn't, so. No, that was opposite of that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to say, I was I was a little nervous going into that, because um, I, I think, Timbo, you were, you were up by, like, a solid 20 so, points. I was so. 22 going into the, the final games. Yeah, yeah, yeah so I, I was a little nervous, but right before the Giants and um, in the Oakland game, I messaged both those guys. I was like, y'all, please target butt and please target uh, MBS. And then, I mean, Buck that's, came that's out with trading, sir. <laughs> Falco, Falco with the the personal thoughts, the influence, and the awards, and then collusion in the fantasy championship <laughs> game. Falco, use the books. Hey, I'm just saying, I gave him, I gave him a little boost. You know, I, I gave him a little boost. And my man, my man, Buck came out with the seven reception. I think he had like seventy something yards in a touchdown. That was by far his best game in the in the season, and just man, yeah, yeah. Thank you, guys. So, uh, I was I was I was very happy to uh, to use that twenty five dollars. I used it on my kids, got them a little gift, got myself a little a new Eagles lanyard because I just got a new car too. So you know, I had to I had to put put a new lanyard on that on that fresh key. <laughs> <laughs> Jugs, who you got? It's all looking up in Falco world. Oh yeah, hey, I'm coming next year. I'm just saying, I was a, I, I, a little pumped at myself too. I was the fourth most improved team uh, in the MSR. So I was yeah. second. I'm 
I'm gonna hey. tell like this. I'm gonna. I got a story, a Carson Wentz story that I want to tell on the pod one of these days. We're gonna carve out a little time. It's only like five seconds, but um, you know, I just want to give everybody a shout out, man. Everybody keep playing their games. Um, uh, congratulations to all the teams in the playoffs. Um, future congratulations to uh, myself next year for taking down Ura at least twice <laughs> in, in the season. But that's about it, man. That's there we I go. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, I am. I am curious who will hand me my first L in the division because I have yet to lose a division game. Oh man, yeah, it's gonna be tough for you. He's already told you. He's already told you it's happening. This is gonna be I a tapper to J Rod. Well, time. Matt Breida said he's gonna play more downs against him this time around. So then that might be it too. Nah, Breida. Breida. Breida said he can't take it. He can't take it anymore. It's San Fran. He's got to get out of town. He's got. There's an injury bug going around there. He's got to just run while he can. <laughs> well, San Fran does use him like the Rams used Gurley in real life two years ago, where you're just like, is he going to play more than six downs this game? You know, like you just don't know. Yeah. But he's still in the yards. <laughs> All right, y'all. So let's. Uh, I'm gonna sign out. I just want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, you know, definitely share, like it. Um, you know, you can follow us on Spotify, all kinds of other different platforms now. Um, it sounds yeah, like from the, yeah, yeah. It sounds from like the users that Spotify is definitely the easiest and the and the and the best source to listen to. Um, but you know, if if you don't have Spotify, definitely you can definitely find us on uh, on other stuff. But um, you know, definitely go to DaddyLeagues.com. Go to DaddyLeagues.com and uh, backslash MSR and um, and follow what we have going on there. Uh, follow everything on Twitter that we got going on, like I said earlier. And tune into tonight's uh, MSR showdown because we uh, we have great games going on. Um, yeah, just uh, let's keep it keep it crispy. NDP, we're out.